Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Gray, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 372. Where I'm Sean. My name is Matthew Bradford. This is Norma. And I'm Ted. And thank you, Zombies, for another download of ZombieCast. This week, we want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, click the Discord link, enter the chat. Mingle with the Zombies in chat. Mingle with us host here on the show. As we love being with you guys live here at the All Games Radio Network. Uh, if you want to hear Slide Bay Cannot Join Slide on all devices, gaming consoles, new car stereos, smart home speakers, and all tech gadgets, tablets, phones, get the tune-in app, the free version, and add All Games Radio, and you can simply tell your smart speaker to say, hey, blank, Google, or the A-word, play All Games Radio on tune-in, and that's Ask all you got to do. That's what I was thinking. To hear it was, well, I got both of them behind me, so they'll both open oh. if I say the hey, G, or the A, so I try to... Uh, Stop all the confusion. But uh, on the smart speakers, just say that. Uh, play All Games Radio on TuneIn. It's, it's simply that simple to hear us live, no matter where you're at in the world, on the TuneIn app. We do remind you guys to go to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all the news articles. And they got a lot of current events over there now related to you know the, the zombie virus spread, to the COVID-19 spread, and a lot of, you know, you know, were you infected? Were you not? 
type of conversations over there and articles and fun stuff, I guess if there's a fun thing <laughs> with the COVID-19, uh, over at ZombieStarSociety.com. But uh, we do want to thank the late, great, the founder over there, or George Romero, and the founder, Matt Mocha, and also from AMC's The Talk of Dead. You guys see Matt Mocha over there. All the survival stuff over there. So now's the time to really go over to the society and learn your survival skills. See if you're up to par, if you're this, if you're that, or if you should just stay in the house and uh, cuddle like up Carl, with the wifey. Stay, and, in the uh, stay in the house. Yeah, yeah well, stay in the house. Yeah, we're you know a lot of people's working on the baby boom and baby boom in nine months. So I, I don't know, Matt. <laughs> Matt, you guys gonna have a depression? have a third? Matt, no, uh, no depression. Well, look, the warehouse is shut down. The, the factory workers say, have gone home. So. Factories closed. Factories, factories closed. closed, but that doesn't mean you know we're not back in for um, practicing, practice, <laughs> practice production. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are. Uh, Ted, Ted, have you been working on the baby boon? Yeah, all the, all the girls, all the, oh, man. All the ladies, and the Ted's oh, life. Man. Don't get me started. Ted's this blushing. Is a great time I can to pick feel up. it. Yeah. I can feel it too. <laughs> it's hurting me, Ted. Yeah. But guys, go to zombieresearchsociety.com as we love being the one and only official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. And, uh, you know, go over there and check out all that stuff over there. And while you guys are over on social media, I skipped damn Cameron. I'm sorry, Cameron. It's COVID time. COVID-19, is, uh, we'll blame it's, it on that. That's the, that's the new big C on this show is COVID. Oh, yeah, COVID. COVID. Sorry, Cameron. It's all it's about COVID. True. No. It's yeah, COVID Cameron, COVID Cammy. <laughs> uh, but guys, while, you go over, guys, while you're over on the social medias, we want you to like and follow on Facebook and Twitter, ZombieCast World, both places, as we love mingling with you zombies all week long now have you guys you know if we were playing the zombie game right now with the COVID thing do you know anybody that's infected because we always say that the zombie apocalypse came instead of being the guy that's standing with the sword and the beautiful lady fighting off zombies chances are we would be in the zombie horde but do you guys know anybody that's in the zombie horde yet i i, I don't know anybody we, we have three cases around us but nobody that I know has been tagged with the zombie virus yet. Matt, tagged, Ted, like Norma, you guys? There's somebody you haven't, you haven't had to go town, to anyone's house and, and put them down yet? <laughs> Not yet, man. I'm ready. I'm prepared. What, Norma, you said you, you knew somebody? Well, I don't know anybody, but there is somebody in my town, in the town next over, that oh were confirmed God. last week. Bullet in so. the head. Oh. Cow. Norm, Norma, grab your kids. Say, honey, we got to go over next town and uh, take care of a little something, something like, like, uh, like Shaun of the <laughs> Dead go going to his Shaun of the Dead going to kill his uh, his stepfather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Norma he, takes a flower like from ET and makes him look at the flowers first. Ted. ET. Yeah. I love that scene yep, in Shaun of the, the Dead. That, that's the best scene in Shaun of the Dead when he's he's planning going to his mom's house and killing his stepdad. And then I mean, yeah. this flower thing is kind of a theme, isn't it? Because Sons of Anarchy. Um, the you know I don't yeah. I mean it's old. But You're right, Ted. He kind of runs it through his head. He, there's something in the garden where one of them gets taken out in the garden. So there's got to be something with the flowers. Oh yeah. Um, didn't is. didn't uh, the two guys behind Shaun of the Dead record a new intro for it about the pandemic? I thought I saw that in the news. Like they recorded oh, new footage and like spliced it into the movie, and it's about this Ooh. pandemic. Oh, I do. That, that would yeah. be good. That would be interesting to see. Well, yeah, that scene though, Sean, you were saying, yeah, he's he. They go through like ten versions of it, and all of them is like, he goes over clubs his stepfather, and then he's whisking his mother away, and she's all smiling, and then they go to the, 
the Winchester yeah. to and drink beer till yeah. it all blows over. Fresh cold pint. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does it. He, he kind of runs through the day of how it's gonna he go. Winks and he winks at like, the camera. Yeah. yeah, winks at the camera. Dude, I need to watch that movie, man. That's a, that would be a good coronavirus movie to watch right you now. You've My never kids have never Dead? seen it. Yes, I've seen Shaun of the Dead. This this is the perfect time we right now. Watch at my house tonight. on the weekends, or, or, or if you're quarantined, or you're off work, or whatever. Shaun of the Dead, dude, is something that will bring a smile and a de- delight to the day. I'm glad it's you a, brought that true. up, Ted. It is a funny it ass is. movie. Um, what was I going to say about? Uh, uh, I remember you I have a good pint <laughs> with it, man. Drink with it like Big Lebowski, you know, a Caucasian with Big Lebowski. A nice pint with Shaun of the Dead, dude. Just, just. Is awesome. I remember laughing out loud in the theater when I saw that. The part where he's driving to his mom's house and he runs over somebody. He actually hits him with his car and he's like, he's like, oh shit! And he looks down and the person's like dead in the street and they they turn their head and look and he realizes it's a zombie and he goes, oh thank God for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's There's fine. So it's, yeah, it's like it, it's it's still a pretty horrible situation, but at least I didn't kill somebody. Right. Well, the, the thing with it, that, and I'll also bring up The Big Lebowski again, Shaun of the Dead and The Big Lebowski are two movies that we could watch it again today and notice something new that we've never noticed before. There's so much packed into those movies to where you're like, wow, I ne- just stuff going on in the backgrounds. You know, you can be like, I never noticed that funny thing going on back there way down the street. I love Shaun of the Dead, man. That is such a, a good... That's a refreshing movie. Like I said, during hard times like this, man, that would be the perfect movie. You know what movie mm-hmm. I watched? Uh, this is not horror, but I, I, I had not sat and watched this movie man, beginning to, to end in my entire life, and I finally did, was uh, Steve Martin's The Jerk. You ever heard of this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A long time ago. That's an old, like, an old ass movie. movie, The Jerk. And yeah. I, I watched it beginning to end. That's a, that's a big Lebowski-type movie where it's just random shit happening for two hours. I wonder what Navin Junior's doing this morning. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> Remember he's hitchhiking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a it, God. I don't even know. It's funny. It's really funny. But it's stu- It's very stupid. But That's it's just I don't like, like um, it, it, it sort of falls in that big Lebowski category. If it's a comedy, but it's just there's no real plot. It's just things happening to a stu- like a stupid guy. Yeah, and, the oil um, cans. Somebody don't like these cans. Don't like these cans. <laughs> like, like Matt, if you've never seen, or no, y'all have never seen it, it's literally he's. Steve, I don't think I have. Steve Martin is oh, a good. Steve Martin's a white guy who was left on the doorstep of a black family, like in Alabama, like like <laughs> poor ass, like like a, a cabin out Southern. in the woods. Yeah, in the, yeah. In the deep south, and he's he's grown up his whole life thinking he's black. Because uh, they raised him, and um, he decides when he's, but he's never had a never had a beat or anything, and he doesn't know why. And he decides when he's like, however old, he's going to go out and try to earn his fortune or whatever. So he he hitchhikes to St. Louis. All day. To, uh, and, but it's just shit happening. And he gets like a work at a gas station, a job. And then there's like a whole yeah. plot. It just sort of goes plot, little, little short plot to short plot. And he gets a job at a gas station and he gets the phone book and he's like, Look, I got my name in the wide pages. I'm somebody now. I'm somebody. And and, um, and then it, and he thinks that's great. And then it cuts to this crazy like psycho at his house. And he gets the phone book and just randomly flips and closes his eyes and points at a name. And he happens his to name. land on Steve Martin and he says, I'm going to yeah. kill this motherfucker. He's just going to randomly kill a guy because he's yeah. crazy. So this guy, there's like a whole scene of him chasing Steve Martin around with a rifle trying to kill him. And then that leads to... Does it have a plot, or is it just, like, a character piece? It's just, like, a little short thing. has nothing to do with the rest of the movie, but it pushes him, like... No, I mean, the whole movie. The whole movie is great. It kind of does overall, but it's... But, um... um, 
but after that, Steve Martin's chased by this gunman onto a train, and he winds up getting on a circus train, and then suddenly he's, there's like the next part of the movie, he's working at the circus. Yeah. You know, and then right. that leads to this, and that leads to this, and it just keeps going and going and but, going. But there's a scene to where, to where he's working at the gas station, and the guy finds him, so he's got him on a scope, and he yeah. keeps shooting and missing. <laughs> So, so somebody's shooting the oil cans behind him. He's like, who don't like these cans? Somebody's shooting yeah. these cans. But he ends up, he goes into the circus, and then he invents this thing that goes on on eyeglasses, yeah. like a little handle it's, it's in like the a, middle. It's, it's awesome because it's like a little tiny nothing scene at the beginning of the movie, and then it, it's the entire like last 30 minutes is because of that little nothing at the beginning. But it, it, but it's, it's, it's called the uh, OptiGrab. You just gotta remember it's an eighties movie and it's uh early like the early life of Saturday Night Live era. I mean but but it's it's just one of the movies that like I, I'm sure you've seen it during the VHS days. I mean, they were always in the movie stores, the yep. jerk. Well, I just just to tell Matt, because it's such an old movie, what happens, Matt, is at the, at the beginning of the movie, he's working at this gas station. Just some random mm-hmm. guy comes in and he's getting gas and his glasses keep slipping off. And he's like, God damn, my glasses are always slipping off. And Steve Martin says, I've got an idea how I how you can keep them from falling off. Let me see them. And Steve Martin takes them in the back and he brings them back and he's put this little piece of wire between the between the yeah. eyes that goes down to the tip of the nose to sort of hold yeah. the glasses on. And the yeah. guy like puts them on. He's like, Oh my God, they're so they don't fall off now. This is great. And the guy says, You know, I make some money. Uh, uh, you know, selling stupid crap like this. What do you say if I make any money? I'll I'll, I'll give you fifty percent. And then like yeah. an hour passes in the movie, and you forget about that. And then suddenly yeah. Steve Martin gets a letter in the mail saying, "Come to this address." He goes, and the guy's there, and he says, a "Billionaire." He's like, <laughs> "We sold a billion dollars worth of these opticrafts," and he gives him like a zillion dollars. So Steve Martin's like living in this giant, ridiculous, tacky ass mansion in Beverly Hills because of this optigraph awesome. thing he just invented on a whim. Like Dumb and Dumber dressing type. Yeah, it's like if, if, if the Dumb and Dumber guys had a house, that's what this would look like. And is this like a precursor to Dumb and Dumber? Is it like the first Dumb and Dumber? It's very similar. Very like similar. 70s, late 70s, Matt, probably. It, and this, I'm just going to tell Matt what happens because it's so funny. And then what happens is... Uh, <laughs> spoilers, everyone. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. It spoilers on this 40-year-old movie. Anyway, like the... Um, a young Steve Martin. He ends up getting sued because everybody that buys the OptiGrab goes cross-eyed. Cross out, yeah. because they're staring at the little thing between their eyes. So they sue him for like a million, tens of millions of dollars, and there's like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of cases. So there's this great scene where they're like, this "The lawsuit is won for ten million dollars." So Steve Martin is sitting at his desk, and he's right. He has to write like nine hundred and fifty thousand checks for a dollar and fifty three cents, <laughs> and he's just sitting there going. Pay to the order of Mr. Matt Bradford, $1.53. And he's just going down the list of 900,000 names. But but there's an iconic iconic scene on the box to where he gives up hope and he's like, yo, I don't know much, but I I got this remote control here. Well, I got this remote control (laughs) and I got my bowling ball. Well, I got the remote control, the bowling ball, and this fly swatter. I just need my third thermos my thermos that's awesome he's like i don't need any i don't need any of this stuff i just need this ashtray that's it man i love steve martin he he is a legit genius though isn't he oh yeah yeah. and this is this is one of his iconic things you may have seen it man once you see it you, you, you might be like you know what i have seen this film there's so many i watched so many steve martin movies with my parents i probably did but i don't actually remember this one so see growing up my mom like who was it? Eugene Wilder, Stir Crazy, and all that. That uh, Eric, 
type movies my parents raised me on. Remember Stir Crazy? It was Richard Pryor. Yeah, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah, I said Eugene Wilder. Gene Wilder. But a lot of those movies. But it's kind oh. of back in that era. Speaking of uh, Richard Pryor, and I'm not I'm not trying to like uh, push us into the talk, but doesn't the the guy on Walking Dead look like a, a young Richard Pryor? Yeah, that, that I crazy thought guy. That. The crazy guy. Yeah. The crazy guy. I was like, is this like Richard Pryor's son or something? Because he looks he's got the same kind of crazy eyes as Richard Pryor. You know what? You know what's another great Steve Martin movie that is a horror movie, basically? The Man with Two Brains. You ever seen that? I have actually seen that Ages long ago. Time. That's like that that is that that's totally a horror movie. It's got mad science, it's got a serial killer on the loose. It's a it's a horror comedy, yeah. but it's I've always liked that movie a lot. Kathleen Turner's like terrible person in it. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's another great. I I could watch that movie again. The Man Talk with Walking Rings. Dead. Oh yeah, a good episode. Oh yeah, it was I saw. You know, it's funny. Let me tell you about it. Like, uh, you know, they put it out on AMC uh, Prime where you can steal it or not steal it. I mean, yeah. see it early. And um, yeah. it was like Saturday, you know, four in the fucking morning, and Sub Z messages me and he's like, "Holy shit! I just saw the new Walking Dead, dude. It's crazy." And I'm like, yeah, I'll see it tomorrow. He's like, a lot of crazy shit happens. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it tomorrow night. And he's like, ending was fucking crazy. And I'm like, okay, just fucking send it to me. Just send it to me. He's, he just keeps going. Like, just let me see it. And he and I and uh, he sent me his copy. And um, yeah, I watched it. I watched it at like five in the damn morning. And uh, you, you know, to get to the end, the whole I mainly wanted to see it because I was like, we we've been good at predictions about The Walking Dead on this show. I was thinking last right. night how many things we said were going to happen that happened, and it's quite a few. And this thing again at the end, I was like, "Yep, yep." We said yeah. forever this was going to happen, and it happened. I know. So let's talk about it. So last night I started watching The Walking Dead, uh, and my family have, have jumped ship on The Walking Dead. So I come up and I watch it on the iMac. <laughs> And I was watching they, last give night. They've it up. Wait, wait, like all the whole like, like asked, asked, well, 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 Martin. Well, Aston. <laughs> honestly, they, they watch it some, but but the kids are out of school, so they're into gaming. Freeman mommy was downstairs doing something with Chloe, and I was like, you know what, I, I've got to watch this. Uh, so I'm, I'll just go upstairs. That way, I don't bother anybody. You guys can catch it tomorrow or the day after. But I come up and I was started watching the intro, and then the next thing I know, it's like twelve thirty-five in the morning. I'm like, man, I didn't see the intro. Come on. I mean, I, I just fell out. So I was oh, watching. You fell asleep. I fell asleep. So I, I woke oh. up, went downstairs, got me a, a, a drumstick ice cream, like the Nutty Buddies. And I stood there and watched it. And, and I I don't know if I liked it, if I loved it, if I hated it. I, I, I don't know how to feel about this episode. The whole drug thing. And I, I, I liked how they threw a lot of stuff in there. I like how it ended. I, I don't like Michonne's. I mean, so. I was all over well, the place with this episode, but in the end, I think it was a good episode. I think, first of all, I want to ask you guys a question, because when Michonne first left, the whole idea is where she's going to this new civilization on a ship with lots of people. Do you think the show originally planned for there to be a whole other group of people, or that it was always going to be this, yeah, it's just some guy in a shack what? with a couple of people? Because I, I feel like the show that? did a turnaround. A couple last night, Matt. That, that I thought about that. I, I was wondering about that, and, and I don't know. I, I think maybe they changed it, but the whole scars on the back thing, I mean, is that going to be one one of them? They did, ex- the X's on their back, they explained that, didn't they? 
I think yeah, I thought they yeah. did a while ago. I don't remember exactly that. It was not very interesting. That was. It, was, it was not a very interesting yeah. explanation. It wasn't as crazy as so they was were it Maggie it or nothing. No, it wasn't as good as our no. uh, kidney transplant theory. Right. But I gotcha. thought it was a bit of a letdown that they weren't. She wasn't going to a new civilization. And it was just another, like, it was another forest, basically. Another forest, another, like, the same kind of rundown building that we're always in. I was I was looking yeah. forward to, like, a new place. Like a and it didn't turn out to be that place. Well, yeah. I think, you know, I'm look, I, was, I was thinking yesterday, because I'm thinking, okay, where, where in Virginia do we have a little island that they could get away with or get into? Um, what makes me a little sad is that it's a perfect setup. For like another, um, like another little colony. The movie, you know I, mean? I think. Um, you, you know, like I'm saying about where she went on that little island. Um, it would be like oh, the perfect yeah. setup. You know, nobody's there. You can really build a good fort um, for people getting in and out. I don't know. I thought that was kind of a wasted, um, wasted resources right there. Uh, yeah. The other thing that I thought was interesting and i'm sure you guys touched this sorry i had to step away for a moment but at first i wasn't sure how i felt about um the wonky michonne and her being drugged out but then i really enjoyed the the seeing who michonne would have been if she didn't make the right choice to save andrea in the first place and how quickly one can turn from one side to the next and it's all really a matter of perspective of who's the good one and who's the bad one. So, uh, yeah. So, so, did they use outtakes, or did I was she come back? That. There's there because was some it, really good digital splicing. Because Michael Jagers is the one. Well, no, it's at nighttime. I think when he tackles Andrew, that that was one of his first times being on set. He was one of the zombies think, attacking when it burned down. But but for me, I was like, you know what? Years have went by, and and I know that. She, that she still looks the same, Lauren, mm-hmm. whatever her name is, Cohen. Holden, and I was Lord like, Holden. you know what? But but it's done so Lord. good, and Michonne actually looks. But Michonne black wasn't on that scene, right? Crack. Yeah, Michonne. But I, Michonne, remember her face was hidden on that scene. Well, she I wasn't even. Cast remember, she was not. Yeah, cast she wasn't even cast yet. But I was wondering, did they bring her back? Did they not? I, I didn't watch no, the no. Talking Dead because the Talking Dead was. It was from everybody's home last night. And yeah, it, it was, was cool. Even Jimmy Fallon the other night from home just got irritating after a while. I don't know if you guys saw Jimmy Fallon. He was doing it from his house, and his kids were holding the cue cards, and it was just him oh, and his no, two kids, and they they done the Tonight Show, and uh, and he great. skyped in people. But but last night Chris Hardwick was on. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it was a real awkward. I liked it actually. I brought it. It felt more homey. The Skype sound, right? Because it was literally. Yeah. It almost felt like something like we do. You know what I mean? Like just get together with your friends and kind of do the whole uh, front porch chit chat, as as you would call it, Sean. I, right. I actually like that concept. And um, you know, he's like, you know, we didn't invent this. You know, podcasters and YouTubers have been doing this for a long time. I'm like, that's right. Um, but I like that idea of them still including the walking dead or the talking dead via um like a skype method because scott gimple was Um, on there the the girl i want to say that they did splice it i don't think those were the actors brought back well no michonne said they used doubles on the set so i think like i think from the backs it was doubles but then they show like the side of rick's face when he was on his knees 
that was footage and then they digitally yes. like removed Negan and then stuck Michonne in. You know, because um, so, so you know. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking I about it Rick. I like I like that whole sequence of what could have happened because I think the idea was like she was she's been shaped by the people she's been around. Like right. she could have easily been like. I think they're making the point that Michonne didn't start off like as a good person. She started off as like just whatever to do to survive. And if she did hook up with Negan, she would have been a terrible person. Yeah. So she wasn't this altruistic person. And I liked how they made mention of you guys snuck in and killed these people in their sleep without knowing them. That's the right. point you guys are always saying. Right. Like how, how terrible Rick was. And I was like, yeah, when she says it like that, you didn't know a thing about them. You just stabbed them in their sleep like cowards. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty bad. So I like that they took that uh, that look at what could have been. Now, so, so like, uh, not to get into, like, little plot, potential plot holes, but, like, so she just happened, though, because I was thinking Negan's up in Virginia. Was, wasn't he? Yeah, oh. so, so she just happened to follow the same path as Rick and the gang. With or without them, she took the same kind of geographic route. Right. Yeah. Or just relating yes, to people so. that she knows. It's almost like like no, you I know that I met Freeman mom because I went to a bar one I night. I couldn't saying. I couldn't imagine the people that I never met. <laughs> you know, if I would have went to the bar that night, we'd have never met, no telling where I'd ended yeah. up in life, but So her brain was making up the scenario. So in her brain she hooked up with Negan. Like it doesn't have to make sense, right? Just, I, I think right. so, well, yeah, but I think and it I mean, was she was drugged out. Yeah. So this was like kind of a string of things that she was seeing cuz she um, you know, I can't remember the character's name, but he put something in her food. Right. But, you know, speaking of Negan, can he become a 100% good guy? And, and, and I know that that's where they're going, because in the comics, I think he's kind of still on a fine line. It's still Negan. But the, uh, Jeff D. Morgan's just a likable guy. I, I think that, that they could totally wipe away like everything that, that he'd done, all the head bashing, and him be the hero of the show. He could be, but what if we bring, what if they bring um, Rick Grimes back in? You know what I mean? Can there be two alpha males? I said that. Remember I, I said think, that? No, I think they're just, they're bleeding into the movies now, right? I think they're just leaving. I don't think he's coming back to the show, to be honest. I think they're leading into yeah. the movies or a spinoff. I mean, Michonne's leaving. She's going to the I movies for sure, I bet. And this is all a lead into like the three movies they're doing. I don't think he's coming back to the show. I mean, prove me wrong in a couple of years, obviously, but I, I think it's all kind of a, a lead in. Well, for them to say that's the last Michonne, they act like this is the last time we'll see Michonne. Like very obviously at the end, that's a whole new plot line you just opened up. Right. So I yeah. mean, maybe it's the last time we'll see her there. Maybe they're going to open up another show. Um, I don't know if you guys talked about this, um, but I know that we kind of touched a little bit in chat yesterday um, at the end. What do you think that crowd is all about? Like, I see them as a yeah. pilgrimage, right? On the way to something bigger. Like, almost like the mothership is calling. But they're a big, huge group, not far from everybody. And it looks That's, like there's... Is that thousands. the Commonwealth? They're not zombies, though. No, they're not they, zombies. They had horse-drawn wagons and shit. Yeah, yeah they're actual, they're people. But, you know, after being there for so many years, seven years, quote-unquote, right? That's the timeline. And they haven't come across these other groups yet. It's weird. I, I was and thinking that... Um, they all know where they're going together in such a big bulk? I was kind but, of but under it, the illusion that she she had walked... They, they The editing was not 
sort of failed it a little because she cut the zombie's arms off and took them. And they needed a yeah. few shots of her walking across the land, uh, landscape because I, I kind of got the impression she had walked like a really far distance before running into them. You know, mm-hmm. the show okay. didn't, the editing, because it was so quick, didn't create that. They needed to have a couple shots of her just walking down roads and across fields and stuff to to make it the sense of space, but they didn't. So the way it was edited, it did feel like, so there's this whole giant armada of people that was up the road. Right. I, I think in actuality, it was like 50 miles away or something. But okay. that's right, because you know if, if that was the setting for the movies and Rick Grimes was in that group, and they're only two days travel from Alexandria. It'd be done for them. Just be like, "Hey, I'm going back to my family." It's got to. There's got to be a stipulation <laughs> yeah. in there because Michonne couldn't show up, and Rick be like, "No, I got to stay, man. I got a plot. I got to. I got. I got to figure this out." He'd be like, "Hell no, I'm going back to my family." There's Michonne. There's my kid, yeah. right? Or there, yeah. Or there's a reason Rick Grimes is not back. There, there's got to be a real think, good reason why he did, was not able just to go back to his family, right? I still think, and I have a gut feeling, and it could be 20 years from now, or 40, or 50, but the st- like I've always said, Rick Grimes left the show, and I understand he wanted to go back to England, but once the checks stop, check stopped coming, and, and, he, and he's not cashing them, and this and the back. other, I still feel like later on, e- even if the show ended, that they could come back years after the show ended and be like, the return of Rick Grimes, and even continue the story. Se- even if it's just one season, they gotta have. Yeah, okay, but I got a gut know, feeling that that we'll see I Rick wanted- Grimes sometime on the TV and, and sign back on for some reason. I want to touch a little bit on a small detail. Um, when Michonne gets on this, like I don't even know, like a boat. I don't even know what to call that kind of boat. But they find this cell phone, right? And etched on this cell phone is Rick's name, some um, Japanese or Chinese characters, right? I don't know what that, I didn't know what that read. And it has Michonne's, like, scratched out with, like, I don't know, like, some kind of sharp object. But then Judith very much resembling her that time and day, which I thought was very weird and odd. Like, almost he's watching over them. Yeah. You know what I mean? How would he know what Judith looks like now when she was a toddler? And that she's wearing a cowboy hat and everything. That's weird. But then considering the writers of The Walking Dead, they probably just didn't get it. We'll get get that. Yeah, it could just be a mistake. (laughs) I don't know. But I mean, somebody brought up this on The the Talking Dead yesterday because I watched a little bit because I have to get up early today. Uh, since I'm officially jobless at the time. Um, oh, sorry. So um, I stood up and there they, you know, Yvette kind of made um, a little tug to it. And they alluded that Rick might know more than what we think he does. Or he might have more information. And that that's going to come back. But it's weird because they mentioned it. But I noticed that the moment I saw the phone. I'm like, why would Judith look that way when she was like a toddler when he was gone? Can I offer a suggestion? Yes. Yeah. I know. They're, they could easily be like, we know where your people are. We're not ready to reach out to them. But if you try to reach out to them, if you do anything out of sorts, we're going to go and get them. So Rick's just playing it cool. He's not risking anything by getting in contact again. Possible. They're holding that over his head, maybe. So maybe they like 
they give them pictures of how it's going just to say, like, step, keep in line or else we're going to intervene. Yeah, they, they have spies that are bringing Rick photos. Like, look, your people are fine. Just right. stay yeah. calm. Because we were sort of set up to believe there was, like, seven years of total peace after the Negan battle. Yeah. Right. True. So, you I know. know. I thought that was an interesting little, like, It could go a million different sort. ways. You know, I mean, it, it really could. <laughs> That was a heck of a cliffhanger, I guess. But with, but, with this whisper shit going on, though, if, if Rick knew about that, I see, and he was around, I think he would say, fuck it, and he would break out and go back. And I gotta say, the, the scenes for next week, with Beta and stuff, I, I was wondering how it was gonna be. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be pretty good. It shows some, you know, some scenes of uh, kind of Beta figuring out, yeah, you know, that they put uh, Alpha's head on one of the pikes. Can we talk yes. about how bad the effect is in the <laughs> scenes of Alpha's head? <laughs> that that they blue screened the actress going wah, and they stuck it on a spike, and it looks so like fake. Did you Not notice? Really. Did you notice that in the scenes? For next I didn't see the trailer. No, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. looks really bad. Yeah, it's because they blue screened her head, and it looks like a total fake background with a blue screen. Like Samantha Morton, whatever his name is, her name is, and then it's something about it's really off. Go, go watch the scenes for next week; you'll see. see we'll yeah, I, I'll watch it again on it YouTube. I'm sure it's up there now. But uh, you know, kind of lukewarm. Like I said, uh, Michonne, I always said I, I wish that, that they would have killed her off. Uh, is it a cheesy way? Will we ever see her back on the show? You know, because I feel like a lot of these people kind of roll the dice. Like Maggie's, like you know what. I don't want to leave the show, you know. I want to leave the show, but I'm going to go make some money. But you know, I, I won't. You know, and then her show she's one person. I, I wish back. I wish that they would have just killed Maggie off. That way she can't come back. You know what? Well, yeah. I mean, I this think show that got you all this fame back, and stuff, but... and you're like, I don't want to be on it no more. Then going about your way. <laughs> well, she was. I think the deal was that she was trying to finagle um, a better pay for um, with her contract. Right. And that's what happened with Lauren Cohen. I think Michonne, though, I have a feeling that they're going to do a spinoff that's going to include Rick and Michonne. The movies. Uh, in this movies, yes. So it's going to be Michonne's pilgrimage to find what um, happened to Rick. And then we're going to catch up to Rick and see what's happening on that end. Yeah. And then we'll mm -hmm. probably have three shows coming on, you know, or like the movies, however they're going to do it. Well, like Tiger said in, in our chat, uh, our producer uh, says she probably wants to make some of that Marvel money, which is true. And, and you know, and I guess that Marvel's kind of reshaping sure itself. It. But is it? How many movies are we talking about there? You know, to where it would keep her busy? Is is that? Uh, well, maybe one or enough two, to fill her career up, or has she done much she... of anything else, Ted, Matt? Have you guys seen her in anything else? No. She's. I feel like I saw her in something else. I just can't. Well, maybe I mean, I'm thinking Black Panther. Yeah, I'm probably. Just well, she she, she is was, in the biggest movie of the, all time. So yeah, yeah. The Telltale <laughs> Game. She was a part of that. But I feel like um, she's going to be in like a, like a cultural type, like like a remake of The Color Purple or something. I, you know, she would be perfect for that. She's like good. She represents African Americans well, I guess. For me, yeah. So I think she would do good cultural type movies like this. Spielberg, you know what? You know, Deep South Georgia, Southern type movies. Every movie she makes has to be filmed in Georgia, literally. Yeah, yeah. Jo All the Avengers yeah. stuff is filmed in Georgia. I'm thinking 
You should be an Avenger, Ted. Already in the Avengers movie, yeah, she's probably made I, some good bank doing that. I don't know. I, it makes me a little sad to see her leave like this baby if she's doing it, you know, out of her own accord. Yes, she might want to make more money with the, you know, the Marvel franchise. But we haven't seen Andrew Lincoln anything since he's left. Nothing. Um, None of them. Carl. I everybody. I haven't seen Glenn. Um, um, well, to Stephen be fair with Ewan. Andrew Lincoln, he's been uh, he's been filming these three Rick Grimes movies since he left. That's right. his main thing. And Glenn was in that movie, the Netflix movie. What was that Netflix movie where the, the Mayhem? It, it was uh, and uh, it you had it was uh, subtitled, and there was like a big pig monster thing. <laughs> I'm uh, I have no idea. It was uh, a really but, good movie. You know, we all watched it, Ted. I think you watched it. It was it was like like it. it was in it was like a China movie and like, like like this little girl had this little pig and ended up it was a, ended up being like this giant pig and uh the it was on the run and he was like the dad I think Sean had God. a fever dream what, what what's the actor's name I don't know Stephen Yoon Stephen Yoon yeah I see what you're saying G um Z D R in chat says deny and um Lauren Cohan were both in the Tupac movie. I don't know what movie that is. The Tupac movie? What? I don't know. Oakja. years ago? Oakja. O-K-J-A. Oakja. Do you remember that movie, Matt? Yeah, yeah. That was on Netflix. That was with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I'm putting it in our chat. And Stephen Young was definitely in that. Yeah, yeah. He he was in that movie. But but what I was going to say, other than this... There it is in our our super secret chat. You'll remember it, Ted. But, But other than this, he was in this film... And Michonne has been in the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but I swear it's it's like the Star Wars blacklist people with The Walking Dead because you know Chandler Riggs left, and, and that kid was on top, man. I mean, he was like a yeah. celebrity, and we've always said that for some reason The Walking Dead people doesn't get the red carpet A list recognition like they should, yeah. and it seems like you know I was like, man, Chandler Riggs is gonna be in everything, and and he was in. 10 Reasons, 30 Reasons to Die, a TV show that Freeman Mommy watches. He is on that show. But it's like, you know, you, you think that they, that they would be like in a Tom Cruise movie or something, and it just yeah, doesn't like happen. Yeah, they have this fame. They already have this all this, um, what's it called, experience and that people are wrong. But you know what happens? You get typecast a lot and things like that. But, and then you see but, a lot of people like even that leave Saturday Night Live, and you don't see them do anything else, you know? Um, but, but then, there, but then there's like actors... You. Say like Tyrese, he would probably have to pay to get into a con now. I mean, I couldn't imagine. You know, you, you just don't see people like that even at the at the conventions Ty, or anything anymore. Tyrese is uh, was one of the main characters on The Expanse, I think, for two seasons. Okay. I think he's doing well. well that's from good. I think that's he's good. like doing the sci-fi circuit. Good. I, I like. So that I've guy. seen him a few places. Yeah, but it's hard. Chad Coleman, one of them. But it seems like the, everyone that's left so far, you know, Lori Holden, right, who plays. Um, Brain fart. Who plays Andrea? She was in Haven't Dumb and Dumber. seen her anywhere. Um, she was in Dumb and Dumber too. She was the main. She villain. was in a bunch of stuff before she was on The Walking Dead, but hasn't on been the any since Hill. The Walking Dead. But it seems like anybody who's leaving. What I'm saying is, in general, everyone who has left has maybe had some a big part somewhere, with the exception of Deny, and that was it. Like they're kind of blending in in the background, which is, I don't know. Maybe I I don't ever want to be on. I can't make that decision, but like to be on a show that's about to fizzle out, jump out before it's sinking. I don't know. Go to get out while you're while you're ahead. I don't know. 
I would but like if the you're same looking old stuff. to be in your future career, it seems that sometimes leaving something so big actually kills your career. I don't know. Star Wars, it was kind of like that, right? Except for Harrison Ford. Well, yeah. The first I Star mean, Wars, not the ones now, because everybody's right, in everything. Right, the original trilogy. I mean, we didn't really see Carrie Fisher in, every, in anything else, did we, afterwards? You know, Mark Hamill on the, the news uh, here and there. Carrie Fisher was the uh, psychiatrist in Ace Ventura. No, not Ace Ventura, okay. Austin Powers. But then we see, like, we, we see her in, like, little Ace things. Ventura. She was in The Burbs. The Burbs. Burbs is a great movie. That's a movie that I've never movie. seen. Uh, the oh, Burbs dude, is The good. Burbs is phenomenal yeah. movie. That's a, that's, that's a horror <laughs> movie, Sean. You watch that shit during the quarantine. Oh, that was dear. a great movie. I'll do it. Uh, I'm trying to get is... quarantined. I don't want the virus, but you know what? Today, North Carolina, the, the governor spoke, and they made everybody in my work that didn't have direct deposit. They're like, you know what? You need to go get direct deposit. Just don't even punch out. Go to the bank, get direct deposit set up. Before 1 o'clock, the governor's speaking. And the governor got up there, and he's like, schools are out an extra month and an extra six weeks, and we're going to close all salons, hair salons, and nail salons. And that's it. Welders, welders still got to go to work. So I'm waiting for that welder call where they're like, welder, stay at home. <laughs> Are you guys considered an essential service because you're making equipment and stuff? No. Because no. because we make stuff for like, uh, we do some secret stuff for the government. But the main what? stuff we do is like, is like filter. He makes weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Stuff. You make <laughs> nuclear weapons and, and yes. like laser guns and shit? No, we were making this special thing for the government. It was top secret. And it took tires and pig poop and turned it into a gas a while back. Right. But we, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was weird stuff that the government comes up with. But the main thing I do. officially being monitored by the government. Like he's, yes. He's, he's spilling the beans. Mr. President. Not only the IRS, but the <laughs> Sean's CBS. connection just goes dead. The farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but the main thing, we do like filtration systems for like big cotton industries like Gildan. Like, but they'll spend like $30 million on these filtration systems for the cotton where they're making underwear at Gildan and socks and stuff. And Gildan is like a big company that does like all of Walmart's underwear and stuff. Sure, but but it's not, it's not an essential job. I want to stay home. We had a meeting the other day. And in the new bill, anybody that's a taxpayer, if if your family member gets sick, if you get sick, or if your job stops, you get an automatic eighty hours pay. So if they stop us for two weeks, you know we get paid. I just, I would love to be at home for two weeks with my family. I think it would I don't be know. Nice. You say I'm that. Overrated. <laughs> I'm home and I'm like I want to get out. What did I do today? I stood at a computer and did homework. Uh. And then when I didn't have homework to do i started studying for a class i'm not taking for two more like two more classes so in like four months so that's that was my productive day today i want right. to go back to work i want to go back to work yeah we're all home right now and uh Chaos. so far it's going good but we need to suit we need to stick to schedule with the kids we need i'm doing a little bit of homeschooling like we have a specific schedule and it's it's going to be a long whatever two months uh, it's good <laughs> that you're getting out of the house is what i'm saying <laughs> yes <laughs> um, can we talk about a video game, a, yeah. a horror video game that came out that me and Ted have probably played? Yeah. If it, is it the, the, did you Doom. play the game I played? I didn't know you were playing it. Uh, yeah, I'm playing it. Dun, 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 dun. I don't understand a thing I'm doing in it, but I'm loving I don't know it. What the, I, I don't know what the fuck the plot is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on at all. But uh. Okay, I'm glad you said... Okay, so we're talking about the new game Doom that came out uh, 
a, a sequel or a reboot to 2016 because yeah. has no actual connection to it. it very loosely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right away, let me tell you this. Uh, We've been uh, playing Dan, that that and Half Life here at Freeman Kingdom. They, oh, there's nice. no connection. There's a no connection in the sense that the the last game ended with like a cliffhanger uh, where they blast the the Doom Slayer through a portal, and then this one's like just has nothing to do with that. It just starts like, and he has a fortress in the in space, and yeah, it doesn't even like connect at all, really. But I, I, what I was saying to subs is that they're probably gonna have a DLC that bridges the gap. Yeah, subs was actually or pissed like that it didn't connect. But otherwise, like, this game, I'll just talk about it just a couple minutes, Ted, and I'll let you, uh, your impressions, but at first I picked up this game, like, this game is super hard, and I don't know if I'm going to like it. Then I did some reading, and I found out what the game is supposed to be, and, like, each battle in this game, and I've described it as, like, a super fast version of chess. Right. You you can't just walk in and shoot everything that moves. You've got to be like, I've got to go get ammo from that one, yeah. then i got to go get shields from that one, then I've got to stun that one. Yeah, but it's so fast, the strategy, you've got to plan and pick off the enemies in order, save up your best shots, save up your best techniques, and after a while, once you get into that rhythm, you feel like a total badass. Yeah. Like, this is endless badassness. So, growing up, were you a Doom guy or a Quake guy? Oh, I was a massive Doom guy. I was a a Quake guy, guy, but but we played a lot of Quake. I mean, a lot of Doom also. <laughs> like well, lots um, and lots you know, I, I'm a, ma- I'm a massive screen, Doom fan. Doom was was the bomb. I'm Little a massive Doom fan. Screen. Uh, we did we did Doom back. Yeah, when I was a kid, we played Doom online mainly. But uh, no, uh, y- you're right. There's like a the, this is a lot harder than Doom 2016. They give you less ammo, mm-hmm. and there's a lot more strategy right. to it because there's things like if you you have a flamethrower, and if you shoot the enemies with a flamethrower before you kill them, they shoot out a bunch of armor you can pick up. Um, if you right. glory kill them, they drop health. If you kill them with a chainsaw, they drop armor. You gotta, and you have to. A- no ammo. Chainsaw's your ammo. That's what people. That's chainsaw's reloading, basically. Yeah, when you because they give you very little ammo, and you run out, you have to run up to a zombie and chainsaw them, and then they drop uh, ammo everywhere. Um, let me think. Like, I, I, when the game first started, I was kind of like, I don't think I like this as much as I like Doom 2016. But when it right. gets to about level six, I said this last night, it goes so off the rails that I was like, this blows <laughs> Doom 2016 away. Because there's a level right. six is called like the Arc Tower, and it is 45 straight minutes of just, like, it does not stop for 45 minutes. It's just nice. absolute chaos. And the, 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 of course, the Mick Gordon soundtrack, it's like, and there's yeah. one part you get in a fight like in an office and I said I said to subs I was like it's the greatest doom fight ever in this office it just keeps fu- you're like in a kitchen like running through a kitchen and then back into the yeah. office and then you're like going through teleporters and shit and then you get like one of those rage pickups where you can punch enemies to death with one hit and it just it just <laughs> yeah. keeps I was like I think they threw 500 enemies at me in this one little room and it's yeah, yeah. you feel tired, and the and the music cue is so good because it's like you, you you enter the room and then suddenly it's like, <laughs> and it just gets yeah. you pumped. And I and I also have like the the things where it goes into slow motion when you jump in the air and you hold hold slow left trigger, motion. which I think is necessary because you can leap into the air, hold left trigger, and everything goes into slow motion, and it's like the Matrix, like you're aiming and then firing a grenade at one of the spider monsters' gun and blowing it up. And then when you use the shotgun that has the hook on it, you like fly in slow motion through 
it, it makes it so much more epic. Like hooking a awesome. guy and then flying in slow motion through all this, like passing other demons as you fly at them and then blowing them to pieces in slow motion. It's I, yeah, the game's kick-ass and the insane. graphics are great. But, but going back to what we originally said, this lore or whatever lore they're trying to... I'm, I'm reading all the pickups trying to figure out sentinels and the maker like i have no idea yeah, i haven't read any the places i'm going to or what i'm actually doing i'm but just going like to the levels part. killing stuff you enjoy that i kind of need a reason like okay. I, I i like the epicness i know earth's like where i am at earth is like being taken over by demons but they've got this whole backstory about where doom guy came from and like this other race of people that join this other race and I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't thought. I don't think you played Doom for the plot. Like the original Dooms had no plot, but you are the same guy from the first uh, Doom, Doom Two, and Doom Sixty Four. You played as the Doom yeah. guy. Um, yeah. Doom Sixty Four, my understanding is kind of the true Doom Three. It's a sequel to Doom Two, but Doom. Uh, it was only released on the Nintendo Sixty Four, but now you can buy it everywhere. Um, cool. They gave it away as a free download if you pre-ordered. Um, but. They, they do a cool thing. I don't think... I'm just going to say it. They do tie it into the Doom guy. Because now he's called okay. the Doom Slayer, but he was called the Doom guy. And right. he doesn't talk now. He's like a, just a big... He's, like, he's just like a big, unstoppable, non-talking machine. They do sort of tie it into like the events of Doom 2, I think, where he, he basically has like Iron Man 3 PTSD or something yeah. <laughs> he's like he's, he's like there's demons everywhere they just don't stop yeah. coming i've killed a, a million of them they keep coming and these guys are like we found him out in the field he's just lost his fucking mind because he's just after doom one and yeah. doom two and doom 64 he just can't even keep it together anymore um so that's, that was kind of neat um and they do mention like the villain at the end of doom 2 was called like the uh, idol of something something and they mentioned that in the game that they're gonna resurrect it Says we're going to okay. resurrect the idol of what you know, so I I don't really understand the lore. I know it's it's like three priestesses have infested the world with with hell, and you have to kill them all. That's the plot. But it's it's yeah. pretty confusing. It gets to do with like knights, like heaven knights that are battling the forces of hell and shit and whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's still matter. Like <laughs> whatever, whatever. You're just killing <laughs> the demons and saving Earth. Uh, I do want to know how is it the new Half Life game you got for VR, Sean? The they they have that, Alex? but they've been they've been playing a lot of original. I, I don't think the other one's out oh, yet, okay. right? They have it. We, we they get it for free with the thing. I think it's okay. free anyway, right? But uh, but they're preparing for when that comes out, which is like this week, right? I think so because that got a ten out of ten on IGN. So I mean, yeah, they're really looking wait. forward to it. And I tried to explain to them how we used to, yeah. you know, we used to have literally land parties. With Half Life, and that's when we would actually take our computers over to my buddy's house. Everybody smoke up a little bit and, and eat, you know, <laughs> take the two liters and the Tatina's pizzas and be a little higher and, and, and just game, man. Those were, those were such fun days. You, do you remember doing that, Matt? Did you ever go over to your oh, buddy's yeah. houses and, 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 you know, Halo? That was Halo. We just go over pizza, Halo, my buddy Bill's uh, basement. So, uh, I mean, so much games. fun. I miss even split screen gaming was fun. Playing Twisted yeah. Metal, uh, Halo, and stuff Twisted like that it was one just favorites. I mean, it was a natural high, man, of my life playing well, we games did. like I that remember, back in the day. I had a friend named Brad who had like he, his dad was a lawyer and they lived in like a fucking mansion. 
Like huge house, like ridiculous. Like like the den is bigger than your whole house, and uh, we would take our computers over. Three of us would go to his house, and this is back when that we didn't have laptops. You had to take like take the big, and the big ass like fifty pound monitor. Yeah. We would pack our all our computers up, take them to his house, hook them up, and we would put two of us in each room, and we would have we play Command and Conquer. Oh yeah, all yeah, night, yeah. and we do two versus two, so it'd be like. You know, uh, and we did that like every other weekend. We did Command and Conquer Land Party, and um, right. that was that was the game, man. Command and Conquer, uh, the first one, and the uh, uh, Red Alert. Holy right. shit! And, and the, <laughs> the new VR stuff, VR stuff we got, Matt. That the Half Life was almost. It's almost like that they were sponsored by Vive or something because everything revolves right. around Half Life, and, and that's why you know Lyndon. And we, we, Ashton didn't get the upgrade, but Lennon's like, man, I got to have the new headset, which I'll do is a headset connects to the rest of the rig. But it's everything, Half Life is everything about this new headset. And that's why Lennon wanted the finger knuckles and stuff, because, you know, instead of just being a hand there, you know, now his knuckles and he has knee sensors mm-hmm. and feet sensors and elbow sensors. So it it's completely changes VR. For Lyndon, so he's really, I mean, it, you would think that it was a new game, so I've been kind of relating with Lyndon, saying, hey, man, we should, that's a game me and your mom played before we even had kids, and now this game's yeah, coming yeah. out. But he's been hooked on a game, it's the one where you rob banks and rob people, and you wear the clown mask. GTA? No, it's big. Oh, it's, the heist. Payday? No, payday? Payday. Payday is big yeah, on VR cool. right now. And... uh you know, if you ever get a chance, just like John tells you on uh, on VGO, it's not like you're just sectioned off to like like these VR games because like you can even go to stuff where like where people's made games and there's just so much underground stuff with the uh, with yeah. with the V. You know, when it comes to PC, it's just like with anything with PC gaming. There's so much underground stuff that it's it's worth getting just for that path of the stuff. And VR is the same way, man. It's just. Uh, uh, a lot of fun, but 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 Half Life, dude, is is and and, and is is the game free to anybody? Because I know they said it come. No idea. The 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 headset come with free with the free with Half Life, but I, I thought I heard on VGA that you guys said that it was free free anyway. I don't like know. That I just have the game PS4 uh, VR. I don't know the whole. But but, but it's gonna come on. Is it gonna be on PS4 also? Half Life. No, that that new Alex one um, is just being made for Vive. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And it's, uh, I don't know, man. I wish John would have went Vive, and I know he went with the Oculus thing, but it seems like he's been having a lot of trouble with it or something. Talking about resetting or something. Dude, I love VGO, man, your other show. You guys need to record two or three times a week. No. Man, no. That's like no. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good, man. You guys have got good chemistry over there, man. I, I, you know, and, and really, VGO is, is how we all met. You know, None of us would have met without VGO, and uh, I always like to give it credit and stuff. But I'll let you know how it is whenever it comes out and and uh, capture some video and stuff of us playing it. For me, you know, I don't go in there and play VR enough. Five Nights at Freddy's still my favorite. And VR, that it. seems like it'd be hor- horrific. It is, man, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I think that's on the PS4 also, right? Uh, Five Nights at 
You can Freddy. play that shit on your phone, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. But, but, the, but the VR, you know, Tori, you can look left and you can look right and you can actually lean over and look down that hallway. And, it, and if they're running, right. it's not like a still <laughs> shot. You can see them sitting there peeking around the corner at you and take off running. So, I mean, you jump, man. Just that excitement whenever you see them running down the hallway and you're like, oh, God. Door shut. Yeah, it's a squirrely game. I didn't. Yeah, I, I played on my computer, and I'm like, I can't handle this. VR man is. I, I wasn't like super stressed. I'm like, I don't. Ugh. Oh no, I was. I was intimidating. <laughs> but I was. What was the movie Fatal Frame? I wish that they would do that in VR. That would be a good VR scary game. Now I know you said you remember that one, Ted, right? That that would work good in VR because it's the first person looking through the camera thing. Yeah, and you're just trying yeah, that, to take pictures be- of ghosts. This VR VR scary games is going to cause people to start dropping dead. Yeah, so. <laughs> I couldn't play. They're going to have like Resident a warning, Evil like, seven like a roller coaster, like demo. you don't ride this if you have a heart condition or you know whatever. So, could be. I saw could a, be. Uh, I, I saw a movie by the way. What movie did you Which see, movie? Ted? I saw. In the I saw. You no, I saw. It's in the theaters, but I saw it on home video. Daisy. I saw Whoa. the Invisible Man. The new one. Yeah, now that's out for rent, and and I done this. At, we we rented a movie that's in the theater the other night too, Ted. But uh, the Invisible Man, I want to see. Onward, right? Invisible, uh, yeah. Um, on, onward was the one we did. Invisible Man was fantastic. Um, the actress good. in it was amazing. Uh, what Elizabeth cool. Moss? She was great. Um, it's just I don't know what you can say about it. I don't want to spoil anything. It's about did the Invisible uh, Man make you jump any, Ted? It was even it though was you cr- can't for, see for, for a movie like, about oh. an in, for a movie about an invisible man that's not like a ghost or anything. There were some parts that were kind of creepy where I was like, "Yeah, this is creepy." Um, but she's an abuse victim. It's kind of like sleeping with the enemy at the start. If you ever saw that movie with Julia Roberts, yes, Julia Roberts. She's an abuse victim, and she's lives at a beach house with this asshole rich boyfriend who's a scientist. And she's, uh, you know, he controls every aspect of her life, so she has to kind of sneak out in the middle of the night and get away. And she does, and she goes and moves in with her friend, who's a cop, just for, you know, temporarily. And she's, got, she's totally screwed up. She does a good job of, like, you feel so bad for this woman. She has, like, post-traumatic stress disorder. She has agoraphobia. She's scared no matter where she goes, he'll find her. And then uh, she finds out. This is just the setup of the movie. Then I won't tell you anything else. She finds out that he has committed suicide. That after she left, he he killed himself. Well, okay. she starts to feel like you know what? I feel kind of better. I'm, I don't want to say it, but I'm glad he's dead. I feel like I can get my life going. And then a bunch of creepy shit starts happening at her house. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's like a paranormal activity movie almost in a way. And you know, and mm-hmm. and that's the setup. Um, Cool. If there's any problem in the movie at all, and I'm not the only one mentioned this, a lot of people have, is uh, this is a world where security cameras definitely exist. There's two major plot points in the film involving security cameras. So you can't okay. say that it's a world where there are no security cameras. But okay. there's two or three incidents in this movie. Everyone thinks this woman's crazy. There's two or three incidents in this movie where major things happen that would completely prove her innocence and prove that there is an invisible man and prove that she's not crazy that should absolutely be on security cameras. And for some reason, they're just never acknowledged. Like there's one incident happens in a restaurant Hmm. where it's like, go 
look at the security cameras. There's Every building has security cameras out the ass. And then there's an incident that's in the hallway of a hospital where a massive thing happens. Like, astronomically big thing happens. And again, I'm like, shouldn't there, wouldn't there be like 20 security cameras in a hospital right. hallway that would have captured everything that just happened? And they don't even acknowledge it at all. And that's like the one fault the movie has is the whole security camera problem. Um, okay. and, I, and I started like, Angry Joe and other people said that. And it, you wouldn't notice it as much, but if they hadn't, the beginning of the movie and like towards the end, there's actual major plot points that involve the existence of security cameras. But suddenly in these scenes where it, that I guess it, it, it would contradict the plot, they just pretend they don't exist. Huh. Um, so That's if funny. I was the woman, I'd be screaming, go get the security tapes. Right. This had to be on camera, okay? Like, this this absolutely was on camera. We're in a fucking hospital. And no one ever... The cops don't do it. No one mentions it. There's never a scene where the cops go, we uh, got the security tapes from the uh, hospital. But beyond that sort of gaping plot hole, it was really good. Okay. <laughs> I, wanna, I really want to see it. I see this movie, but I wasn't sure if I was ready to see it by myself in the theater. Yeah. So if it, Ted says it's pretty good, I'm glad I didn't go by myself. It's, it's good. It, it has some creepy stuff. And yeah, again, the actress is... It's her performance is one of those uh, like kind of instant classic woman in horror performances, like right. Tony mm-hmm. Collette in Hereditary, in Lapita Django, in Us, and the girl in The Babadook, where it's like that's cool, super uber acting. Like her acting is so good, it's like holy shit, this woman now, is acting her I, ass off. I like Elizabeth Moss too. Uh, that's her name, right? Yeah. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, no, she, yeah. She, 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 was in us. she was in Us also. I want to ask oh, you a cool. question, Ted. Uh, now, now, movies have been leaving the silver screen because of the COVID-19, the coronavirus, and they've been renting these movies. So, Freeman Mommy the other night, she's like, you know what? Oh, we were The last movie we were supposed to go see was Onward. We didn't see it. We heard it's about gaming, uh, like tabletop gaming, and it, and it, it is straight up nerd view. Get, it's a good movie. You know, tabletop game. So she's like, let's rent it. So so we got everything together and, and we made the popcorn and we're like, all right, let's rent it. And we went to look at it because it's going to be on Disney Plus April 3rd. But the kids are like, mm. you know what? We were bored this past weekend. I was like, you know, if we went to the theater, I would spend $35 in popcorn and drinks. So renting it, you know, will be worth it. Uh, you know, instead of waiting for the free version on uh, Disney Plus come April 3rd. But. It wasn't available for rent yet. It was only uh, for purchase, nineteen ninety nine. So I was like, yeah. "Still, you, you, we're saving money." So I ended up buying it. Well, there was a third movie, you know, that was available. Uh, the Invisible Man was available, and there was another movie available that was available for rent. Now, the third movie, I can't remember what the name of it was, but to rent it was nineteen ninety nine. Now, so th- these movies so going from the silver screen, very expensive, yeah. From the silver screen to iTunes is very expensive to rent. Now, was the Invisible Man expensive to rent? Yeah. Or? Well, the thing, the thing, the reason it's expensive is because it's a, it's a theatrical. This is not the official home video release. It's still in theaters, and they're having to subsidize all the money they're losing. Because a movie ticket is fifteen dollars, you know, and the Invisible Man was making a shitload of money, and this virus came out and just destroyed its box yeah. office. So, you know, right. they got to charge 20 bucks because they're letting you see a movie that's in the theater at home. And you got to think, you could pay $20 and then have 10 people come over and watch it. That's true. And where that would have been $150 in ticket sales if y'all all went to the theater. 
Yeah. So there's so that, that's money. the reason. That's the reason it's so expensive. It is. It is too expensive to make. You know, I'm not. No one's gonna pay twenty dollars to watch the hunt. Uh, the hunt. Uh, it was well, the hunt. Is that <laughs> maybe. the other one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The but, hunt was but, that. Um, it is expensive, but I understand the price because this again, this isn't the like Sonic is coming out next week on on this thing, and because it isn't not it's not the official home video release. It's literally the theatrical price. They're just letting you watch it at home, but that also I opens up the window to mass bootlegging is the problem. Yeah, and like true. I had a friend say, like they, I think they're going to release all movies like this in the future. I'm like, no, they're not because they won't make any money because people just fucking right. will bootleg. Yeah, I mean, most people like twenty dollars, or you can just bootleg it for free. And that's going to be the problem, you know. It's they're never going to just put movies straight to home. Well, did you see where, where Disney was setting their foot down? Uh, Morning Radio was talking about it, and I may have talked about it here on here on ZombieCast, but uh, Disney was searching their hashtag in Disney Plus, and according to two guys named Chris Show on Rock ninety two, they were they were reading this article, and Disney was looking for people illegally using Disney Plus for public events. I- and in in the article, you know, they posted the article. I clicked mm-hmm. on it. I read the article, but it was uh, the, you know, it was uh, sc- some schools were being charged and several churches, and it was like a two hundred fifty dollar fine. And Disney was going after these people, getting their money back because they were searching the hashtag Disney Plus, and you can't take Disney Plus in a public place, charge to get into it, and then have people to come and use Disney Plus as the entertainment. So yeah, so are, so churches yeah. were having a Disney movie night on Disney Plus, five dollars to get in, drop your kids off, and then making money off of it. But D- Disney was going out actually finding people like two hundred fifty bucks. I, I, and as far as I know, it was real that they were talking about it, uh, and they had posted it on their social media. And the article that I read w- was was talking about individual incidents of people being fined, but. Doesn't seem like I, Disney. I, don't know. I got a, I got a problem with a trillion dollar company finding individuals People. shitloads we of money for not, things like that. That's ridiculous. When I went to college right after high school, we were not allowed to watch. We're to find the article in our, in our parlor, like at all. Yeah. Like our parlor was like our community thing where everybody could hang out, and we were not allowed to watch movies because in the past people have been caught charging people uh, to see the movie, and you can't do that. Um, but right. I don't see, I mean, if they're charging to go see the movie, that's not right. But I don't see why you couldn't just play the movie for free and maybe have food for sale. Right. That shouldn't be a problem. Well, like bars can't just play music. You have to pay that $10,000 fee, copyright fee to play music in your bar. And like where I DJ at, you know, I'm like, why don't you get the UFC fights? And it costs him like $15,000 cause you got to yeah, charge per TV get per head. The yeah, they, got they in get trouble. in trouble. They would order. They would order like the pay per view fight in a bar to get people to come drink, and that they because yeah. cl- they, they're they're like the bar owner pays fifty dollars, orders a fight, and then he gets a thousand people come to his bar. No, it don't and, work uh, that way. When I was a kid, pay- my 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 dad, you know, back when we were kids, Sean, back when boxing was good, back in the day, back when it was like Holyfield and Tyson and and and, and Riddick Bow and and all those great boxers. Like, it was exciting to watch an, a heavyweight boxing match. And my dad, my house was the house that my dad, everyone knew, Mr. Bracewell was going to order the fucking big fight. Nice. And we would have, we'd have 15 friends in our den watching the fight. Mm-hmm. would come over, mm-hmm. and I'm like, would mm-hmm. my dad have been fined because he let 15 of Probably. our friends come over and watch? So because That's you, a public gathering, though. You no, that's pay for it, and you're it's not in a private residence. It's in a private residence, no, though. You're not having I think you're paying a license. 
but you're paying a license up to like a certain number of people. Like that, you're paying a license for a normal family. I think they could make the case that this was a public event that you held at your house. That's ridiculous. I remember. Yeah, ridiculous. I remember us all in there yeah. when I was like 17. All us in there when when Tyson bit off Holyfield's ear. My dad had ordered that fight, and I remember we were <laughs> just like, "Holy shit!" It was like a room full of like teenagers just. I could remember, not fucking believe what we were seeing. Which well, is the one where here's he an knocked, got knocked out in like the first thirty seconds, and yeah. all the I just remember all the Tyson. men being pissed. Yeah, because they had a, they had we had planned this for like weeks I was, to meet up. I was a mass. I always wanted Holyfield to win. Uh, I wanted Tyson to win every fight except for when he fought Holyfield because I loved I loved them both, but I liked Holyfield more because he was from my hometown. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember when he, him and Tyson fought. I've never been more excited over a sporting event, and when Holyfield beat him. Holy shit! I was losing my mind. Yep. I but then I wanted Tyson the, to beat up everyone else. <laughs> the super secret chat and, and on this article, this was USA Today. It says Disney CEO pledges to donate to California school PTA that was fined two hundred fifty dollars for illegally showing the Lion King. So the CEO went out of his, ended up donating money to him because I guess he felt bad for him. But but uh, you know this whole Disney thing was on USA Today, so it was legit. Disney was going out finding. Churches and schools, 250 bucks for uh, having public events, fundraisers. It was fundraisers uh, using Disney Plus as the entertainment. So don't hashtag well, out there. But if you're what's using to stop? Disney like Plus. I remember being, I remember being in, in in high school, and they used the closed circuit television. They showed us all the Lion King. Is that what about that? Could the school have been fine because they showed 200 kids the Lion King over the closed probably. circuit televisions? I guess yeah, so, man. Probably. I'd love to see Disney start fining schools for showing children their movies. You want to see a PR yeah. blunder? See, I use Spotify. I pay for Spotify, and, and I'm protected because I pay to use the music service. But a bar cannot just, like I said, can't, they can't just play a Nirvana CD, or they can't play open radio of songs because uh, you're entertaining with copyrighted stuff. It, it's, it's a dumb law, I think. But I don't write the music, so it's not for me to say, I guess. <coughs> but guys, I guess we get to the wrap up show. The Walking Dead, this is this is only what, episode four? So we should have we a lot of more. Walking Dead left, right? They delayed that children's show that was supposed to start yes. right after it got delayed. That's news. Yeah. Really? Right. I didn't see yeah. that. I, I guess they weren't done because filming season virus. one or something and they had to push it back. So this was episode four, right? So we have four left. Ain't it 16 episodes it said we have. It said we have three, and the, and the scenes for next week, it says, three episodes left. Uh, the confrontation with Beta. And it shows, it shows, uh, did you notice, I think it might y'all be didn't good. see the scenes. Y'all didn't see the scenes, though. It shows Carol double-crosses Negan in a way, because Negan says to her, um, he says, I kept up my end of the bargain. Now you have to take me, you're going to take me back to Alexandria like you promised. And she says, I'm not going back to Alexandria. And she just like abandons mm. Negan out in the woods. Carolyn's I think she's outstayed her welcome. Or Carol has. They're gonna they're so. they're making they're making Negan like you feel bad for Negan because he did what she wanted and then she's like, nope, and she just leaves him in the woods. And then she just Daryl catches up to Negan and has him like pinned against the wall with the uh, crossbow yeah. to his neck and Negan's trying to explain everything. Hey muchacho. Ah, look at the set of lady balls on this one. <laughs> I, 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 I love to laugh about that. That was funny. I love I love what Michonne said to him. He said something like, he's like, it's too bad. She's like, you could have cut my head off. And she said something like, it's too bad I missed. Yeah. She said something to him that I laughed. It was like, 
It's a good comeback. <laughs> something so chop it off. Uh, yeah, three episodes. Uh, three episodes less than the season. What was I going to say though? Ah. Oh well, I forget. Think, Matto. Think. Okay, three three episodes. Beta, beta. Where are they going next? Where are they going? Oh, Carol. Here's what. Okay, here's my thoughts about Carol. Carol's going down the same path as Morgan, where her she oscillates between like, uh, I'm so sad, I'm gonna become a hermit, to a crazy killer grandma, to feeling bad for myself, to crazy killer grandma. Like, I feel like her plot's just been done so many times. Over now. and over. I'm just done with her character. Me it's too. Kinda like. She's just a tortured Carol all every yeah. season now. And, like, get, find something new for her to do other than look sad and sit down somewhere. I, right? I wanted to mention, too, was that scene at the end of last night's where, where that had to have taken place where Michonne talks to Judith? That had to take place after these episodes because yeah. Judith said, we got we got Alpha Mom. But in next week's episode, it showed nobody knows they've gotten Alpha yet except for Negan and Carol. I think she was lying. I took that scene as she was lying yeah. to Michonne because she didn't want Michonne to come back. Correct. And she wanted Michonne like to think everybody was okay. Oh, that's yeah. So she can go look. Yeah. For, um, it's Rick. Rick, right? I didn't even think yep. about that. Could be. I thought she was just lying because she looked sad when she was saying it. Yeah. So I think she knew she was lying to her mom. Yeah. Because I, I, I was hoping she was going to say, "We got him." Negan cut her fucking head off, and Michonne's going to be like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> You should have seen. You should have seen it. Negan came you know, in I, and dumped her head on the on the floor, and it was like awesome. <laughs> Negan's the best mom. You know, I wasn't I wasn't the the biggest fan of Judith, but I gotta say she's the cutest. I, I, I like her on the show. Oh, yeah. I really she's do. Good. Yeah, I like I liked her since she came on. I've always liked Judith. I didn't like yeah. her when they, she first showed with the cowboy hat and the gun, and she went, "I'm Judith Grimes." I thought, "Oh no." Yeah, me too. Oh, no, yeah. we got a kid. We got a Cheesy kid. Star- yeah, we got a yeah. kid on the show. That's gonna be annoying. And no, she was great right away after that. You know what's funny though? <laughs> they have made nothing to do with RJ. Like this is the <laughs> yeah, son yeah. of Rick and Michonne. Yeah. And, and like non-character. Michonne, he's growing. It's not like put RJ on the phone. Like like no one cares about this kid. <laughs> it's and it's Rick Grimes' fucking son. And yeah, they've done nothing with this character. It's just, like why does he even exist? <laughs> well, he shouldn't I even exist. would have been like licensing protective or like, uncle. um child laws or whatever how they can only have them from x amount of time well no but they they use twins the in that situation but the, yeah. they shouldn't even have the character right. period they, they don't want to pay for it is what do you I think, think carl's have the watching carl's watching yeah. or chandler riggs is watching and when they show rj think give me an effing break really you killed me off the show you got this kid right here <laughs> that you never i would be furious I, I actually I kind think, of enjoy Judith more than Carl. I like her interactions with Negan and stuff. I find a lot more yeah. interesting than anything Carl's oh, ever me done. Oh, too. Car- me too. I never was a yeah. big Carl fan. Yeah, Carl was kind of pouty. I like the, but like, the Negan interaction. I don't like. There should be so many scenes of Daryl and hanging out with RJ. It's like you're Rick's son. I'll take care of you, yeah, buddy. Right? Like take. I'll take you under my wing. Daryl doesn't even give a shit about RJ. Doesn't nope. even know his he best friend. Yeah. No. <laughs> He doesn't m- mention his name once, so it's uh. And RJ would be know, like seven, six or seven years old at this point, so he's not like it's a baby. He's he's a he's a little little kid, but he's past being a baby. Maybe he's so a he's, little people. He's a little person. It's so <laughs> if they still yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a non-character, and it, I thought about yeah. that. Like, why did they decide to write this little baby? Now they have to deal with on the show, but they've done nothing at all with him to do it. Yeah. Right. They like do it forget, a lot. They, they could literally just not have the kids show up anymore, and I don't think I'd notice if they just 
like in a year from now, I'd be like, oh yeah, Heath, remember that Heath was baby? on it last night. Him? Heath yeah, of all people. Yeah. <laughs> you think that that was an outtake? Heath on there, the guy that played Dr. Dre. Was he was on, on there to get night? shot by Michonne. At least they gave him an end of some kind <laughs> to get shot by Michonne. So they probably had to bring him back, right? No, that's all footage. They just of them walking in the room. That that was all. You could tell when Rick was shooting down the hallway and Michonne had her back against the wall. That looked a little fake. And the shot when Rick yeah. shot Michonne, that was the shot of Rick shooting Sophia. They just digitally changed the background. Uh-huh. It totally was. Uh, okay. Yep. But, uh... All right. Yep. Let's get to the wrap-up show. Thank you, zombies, for listening. If you like what you're listening to, please leave us a review. Wherever you're listening to us at, whether it be Stitcher or iTunes, we absolutely love reviews, and it helps us out and lets us be seen mm-hmm. on all the feed places. So please leave us a review if you like what you're listening to. And we do want to thank the Zone Research Society that's having us as the one and only official radio show of the Zone Research Society and the mighty All Games Radio Network over at allgames.com and zoneresearchsociety.com. Check both those guys out. But guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. Miss Norma Latte, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under Normie477 and um, you can find me on Facebook under Normilate if you want to. Yep. I'm I'm usually I just yeah. kind of lurk sometimes around. I don't have very much to report because I live a pretty boring life. But you no, know, I keep true. up with you guys. Aw, 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 Ted. Aww. Where can people find you? Uh, Ted, not boring like Norma, right? Huh? I'm joking, Norma. <laughs> I was joking. I didn't even know what you said. I was joking. <laughs> Where can people find you, Teddy? Ted, Tedekin on Twitter and Instagram and all the social medias. The end. Ted, I can. Ted, I can. Or Ted, a can. Not to be confused with that senator who I got blamed for being years ago when I got a bunch of hate mail. What was his name? Ted Aiken? Or whatever. Oh, yeah. oh no. I think I vaguely remember American that. Idol, Clay Aiken. Now, there was a senator who did something stupid, and his name was like Ted Aiken. And I got, I woke up to like a. 30 fucking notifications of people calling me a piece of shit. And I was like, what? What, really? And I realized there was some senator that uh, had a, his name was literally like Ted Akin, Senator Ted Akin. <laughs> wow. That really happened once. And I, and I wrote back, I was like, I'm not him, you fucking dopes. It's not me. <laughs> it's not me. That's something Ted Akin would tell that's, you. That's, 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 liar. That's what Ted Akin would say. Yeah, I'm not him. <laughs> Mr. Matt Bradford, where can people find you, man? Oh, the regular haunts at Maddo McFly, M A T T O N C F L Y, Video Game Outsiders. I have no idea if that video game job is still going to exist in a couple months, but I'll let oh. you know. And yeah, No Sleep Podcast. I'm still doing that from time to time. What? No Sleep Podcast? Gizbook World Records <laughs> Games Edition, also. Look in the back and you'll see Matt's. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Matt's picture. Yeah, the last one's for sure. For sure. So. Cool. You can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5 and my Xbox One gamertag is DJ Freeman Daddy. And please follow my DJing page as I love to DJ and mix music over at Facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy. And uh, thanks to all the zombies that are alive, all of them that are in the chat, and people that live, listen to us on the feed uh, as we love uh, doing this every week. Leave us a review. It's the only pay we get. Leave us a, leave us a review. I double dog dare you. Do as Ralphie would say. Double dog dare you guys. Leave us a review. But on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, the Zombie Research Society.com, Miss Norma Latte, Tedekin, 
Meta McFly and myself, Freeman Daddy 5. We could call episode 372 The Zombie Cast, a total decrepit and zombie terrified fear of the nick of the tooth. The nick of the tooth. Total. Next Ten. Monday, guys. You, you guys got to rap yes. sometime at the end. We got to get y'all beatbox. And Norman can beatbox. <laughs> I can do the the bass. And you guys just, uh, just I'll, trade I'll, off. I'll spit some words out. You guys can do the beatbox. And form. That's Canadian right there. Yes, no, man. Yep. Good night, zombies. We love you all. Please leave us a review. Good night, zombies. Good night. Talk to you soon. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.